be awful. <laughs> so like seven podcasts. Yeah, we're doing a we're doing a marathon. Yeah, semi marathon, and now the sun's officially passed the yard yardarm. A good, you know, a good quarter of an hour past the yardarm. Yeah, now we, we 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 went overtime last time. So. Yeah, so we can have a beer, and we're drinking now. This is called North of Nowhere Pale Ale, and it's from Aldi, so it costs nothing. In fact, it's practically free. Practically free. They pay you to take it away. Um, <laughs> it's from. It's made in New Zealand. Is it? Yep. Oh, that's good. Delicious fruity notes. From New Zealand. Delicious fruity notes with a refreshing medium bitterness. It is quite nice actually. Although you put it in the freezer and so it's very cold, I might not be able it's to taste it properly yet. New Zealand finest hops Pacifica Green Bullet and Dr. Rudy. Okay, I'll just take their word for that. Who's <laughs> Dr. Rudy? Dr. Rudy. I don't know. Specially made for Aldi stores. Aldi, if, if you're listening from overseas, is sort of our um, budget supermarket. Like it's like Costco, I suppose. Yeah, a bit like Costco, except we've got Costco as well. Um, but sort of like Lidl, or if you're in England, or I don't know what you'd have, or Walmart even in... Because yeah. Walmart's got everything, hasn't it? I don't know. Like, I've never been into a Walmart. But I'm I, a I, scared. I don't think I ever want to be in a Walmart. I've been, in a, I've been to a Costco in Hawaii. Yeah. It's amazing. Is it? Fucking, wow. Well, I've never been to the Costco here. No, um, I haven't been to the Costco here either. Um, I just I just sort of don't trust myself with um, you know bulk purchases of things I you know think I need. No, <laughs> you're not coming back, coming back with five five trucks worth of toilet paper. And... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I'm, that I might need, but I don't know where to store. My my husband, sorry, yeah, little tangent here. My husband is a bulk buyer, and yeah, so is mine. The problem with that is that he brings back you know ten boxes of. Um, dishwasher tablets or 10 whatever of this or five and then of course because you're just used to it always being there i never think about it yeah and then we run out yeah and that annoys me same same and also my husband's a bulk buyer too of things like i mean we do go through a lot of boys in the house but you know he'll do things like buy three three liter bottles of milk oh yeah um which we go through because we've got milk drinkers or the boys but you have enough room in the fridge but this then i can't put any leftovers in the fridge or <sighs> and you can't anyway yeah. I mean, I suppose you probably could freeze milk, but I'm reluctant to freeze yeah, that's, milk. Yeah, it seems wrong, doesn't it, to freeze milk? Yeah. Not, no. It doesn't seem so wrong as freezing beer, but you know. But anyway, I just don't have room for that sort of stuff in my life. And I, I do love shopping at Aldi, and occasionally I come home with some things, but I've got way too much Aldi active wear. I'm wearing Aldi active wear today. They have active wear at Aldi. Oh, I haven't been to Aldi for ages. Periodically. It's not, it's not a it's one of those, you know, it's in the centre aisle. With oh, all, cool. Oh, where all the bargains yeah, are. With all the lesser known Aided, aided Blighton books and... <laughs> All sorts of weird stuff that you can't yet. Yeah, I just, I avoid shopping now. So, like, grocery shopping for me is hell. Mm. I hate it. And the reason, I used to love it, but I used to, I hated it because I was doing it with two kids. Mm. Oh, for so long before I've the kids done went that. to school. I've and never done that. Oh. I've left them, I've left them somewhere, or I've made the children in daycare, or I go first thing in the morning on the weekend, leave them with the Yeah, well, I, I, I was, uh, not single mum, but housewife mum for six years. Yeah. So... I had no. them with me all the time, and oh, we only had childcare every now and then. And the last thing in the world I wanted to do on my day off when I didn't yeah. have kids was go shopping. That's so true too. Had too many video games to play, exactly. and like seven episodes to watch, and and drinking to start at no, eleven a.m. I, I, I was I was pretty good back then. <laughs> back when I had to pick up, I had to drive to pick up kids from school oh, and things like that. I did not drink. Um, I, I I like to drink when the kids are in the house. <laughs> yeah, right. mum is medicine. Um, so, yes. oh, I should get oh, us some cuts. Yeah, we're doing cuts. Okay, yeah, we, we, we've done a little bit of a rambling. No, 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 that was no, nice. Yeah, that's good. So now we're going to open some cards. You're a game of skill. Everybody play the game. 
Your move, I think. And you went first last time, so I went first this time. Yay! This is my favourite. This is the only reason I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> congratulations. I like it when they say that. <gasps> oh, is it congratulations? Can you have it found? I don't know it? A very limited edition, genuine hand-signed autograph card by Stephen Price. Oh, my God. It's Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got a natural Travis. Oh, that's fabulous. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. That is so good. That's not as quite as good as a Brian, but no, it is very close. Got nothing on costumes watching it. But it's still but, beautiful. And I can see the Sharpie mask. Oh. And he's got a good sig. Oh, wow. Do I need to? So I do, do I need to check on eBay? I'll have to check on eBay how much it costs. Check on eBay how much Stephen um, trading. Card. How do you spell his name? G R I E F. G R E I F. We've only had like two cents a bit. Card. You can hear me typing on my computer. Sorry, guys. I know I don't have a very sophisticated podcasting setup. Okay, here we go on eBay shopping. Ah, oh, 12 bucks. It's only $12. That's, That's alright. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous though, because um, six pounds. Six pounds should... 99. Look, Stephen, if you're around, you're worth a lot more than that to me. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was terrific. He was only on, only on for the first season. But um, but he's great. There's one for 12 pounds, 22 pounds, $22. Someone's asking too much. But is there anything different? Nothing different about that one. That nothing makes different. It better. Not the same. Anyway, there you go. Okay. Sorry, we do, you, this is a really good pod, us looking at internet sites <laughs> together. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's great for everybody to see at home. <laughs> okay, I want you to put that somewhere. Um, I'll put it up precious, with the other, with yeah. precious ones, yes. Okay, so and now we've got some double ups. I've got Crantor and Villa and Dr. Belfry and Blake that we had these last week. We did. Oh, we've had all of those last yeah, week. These are all double ups, so we need to put this somewhere I need to put them the somewhere altars. so we can um, oh, give them out to Interesting about the altars. We'll have to talk about this when we do the thing. Her hair's different to how it was in the show. Yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. On the show, she's got it all pulled back and, and the spray painted grey. Oh, no. you're, oh, you're right about that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Talk, we'll about pull that it up later. and see what happens. Okay. I'm going to yeah, open mine now. Doubles. Okay, okay. Exciting. I can top you. I think you win today. Oh. Do, you want me to, do you want me to do it? No. It's mine. Let me, let me. Let me. I want to do it. Here we go. Don't do it. There we go. There we go. Exciting. What have we got here? <laughs> it got some decimers. Oh, great. That's a good one, actually. I like yeah, that one. I'm happy with that. A decimus in the cotton wool planet. <laughs> and then we've got um, one of Blake and... Uh, Federation a federation guy. officer in the way back, so from the very first okay. episode. That's card number three, so it's fairly early. Okay, cool. And then we've got oh, this is good. This is from out. This is from the episode we're going to look at today. Yeah. Cinefar from um, Jewel. She is a very pretty lady. She's got cheekbones that can cut diamonds. Yeah, she sure does. And then we've got a couple of double ops. We've got another one of the first card. This is just Blake Seven and the crappy little guardian robot from Secretly Hate Destroy. Yeah, okay. Alright, not a bad haul. No, Go well look, us. everything is pale because we've got <laughs> we've got, we've got, got a Silverland and a Travis. Is it uh, I must I must find out if it's Silverland Grief is pronounced Grief. It's Grief, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if it's a German pronuncia- pronunciation then it's Grief. Oh, I think I've heard him referred to as Grief. Okay. I've referred himself as Grief. But anyway. Alright, um, so that was a great haul. High five. High five. Okay, cool. That probably won't be great. Done pretty well today. <laughs> Um, so, what episode are we watching? Oh, okay. talking about We're today. talking about Duel today. You're using Bonetti's defense against me, huh? A 
thought it fitting, considering the rocky terrain. And this is the second occasion upon which you see Travis. Yes. Um, and uh, this one might be a little bit out of order because we haven't both watched this recently. But well, I watched it a couple of days ago, but okay. I didn't take notes. Yeah, so. and I've watched it a few times, but it's sort of been on in the background a bit while I've been at home doing domestics and things like that. So, um, having domestics or doing domestics? Doing domestics. Um, <laughs> may possibly having domestics as well, you never know. But um, I think where it starts is... Um, we just get... Beep, beep, oh, that's right, it's great. Beep. You've got Travis sitting out in space in three pursuit ships. He's got three pursuit ships, the really good ones, the really special ones. Yeah, you asked ones. for them in the last episode we saw yeah. him, so I have to have those pursuit ships, otherwise... Them. I won't be able to catch up with Blake. And he's got a couple of crew members who are odd-looking. Um, they're called... And they, they've got sort of big... Um, black helmets. Black helmets that are sort of head-shaped. They, they look, look like, like hair. They're... they look like fake plastic hair. Yeah. and they're sort like of Lego, like... They look like Lego hair. Lego hair. Big Lego hair. Yeah. Lego beehives. Lego they've got beehives. Lego beehives. That's exactly what they've got. They're sort of a bit lumpy, so they look a bit cranial as well, but definitely Lego cranial beehives <laughs> is what I would describe. It's <laughs> got the episode title there. Um, <laughs> and they're all just um, dressed in black. And, um, uh, beep, beep, beep. And yeah, then, and we, we, we're looking at him, basically, he's, he's, he's laid a trap for Blake. Um, but we just have a little bit of an interaction between him and his pilot, who um, is chatting away about what's happening with Blake, which is blah, blah, blah plot techno battle stuff and then she opens up the front of her uniform that's right and she takes out a little vial thing from her uniform and sticks it aside and gets another one and um Stephen Travis gets a bit annoyed and says well this is hardly the time for that and she says uh uh she says usually I wouldn't do it in the presence of an unmodified so this is how we find out what a mutoid is it's a modified Human people, but, the, but they're, they're, they've, they've been they've had their minds wiped and they've become reprogrammed to and be. They've got um, and they live on blood serum, which they stick into a, 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 a pocket in their chest. Yes, we I knew we knew that the well-behaved dogs wouldn't last. That's not going to last. Um, and yeah, so she sticks it in, and um, then she she, she makes then she's makes awaiting, the, awaiting your orders, commander. But she she makes the point that that opponents of mutual modification call them vampires. Yeah. Because they need human blood serum to function, and they but they don't eat. I presume that they don't eat. I don't think they eat. No. And um, and she says, "Do you believe we're vampires?" And uh, uh, Travis just says, "I believe you're useful." Yeah, and it's 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 a good sort of start off for this episode because it's an episode where that relationship is explored, um, and is put into contrast with other relationships. Other relationships. So, That's true too. Yeah, it's 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 a good little setting scene of how. We feel that. I mean, we already know that Travis is an asshole. Yeah. Um. But you know, this is this is set up for him to be even more of one. Basically. Yeah, and to just sort of flesh that out a bit. Mm. And meanwhile, the Liberators are sort of stooging through space, and I think they're having a bit of a moan about how exhausted they all are. Yeah, they're they're running out of power basically, and they need to stop so that they can and recharge, recharge their it. batteries. And they find a planet where they can um, hide. Yeah, that's just just the planet which is it's got Earth. Level gravity and breathable atmosphere and yeah. everything like that. Jenna's going tick, 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 tick. We can stay here and we can, um, I don't know, refill. I don't know what they're mm. going to do with I don't know why they need to stop at a planet. Maybe they need to be in orbit or something. I, I don't, don't know. know. They just recharge their energy banks. Maybe Surely it's the sun. hanging around, maybe. Maybe, maybe they need to be near, near, near a sun. sun. So anyway, um, so they there's decide... a little bit of Blake Seven fighting here, I think, isn't there? Where, oh, no. what, what, what Jenna thinks is largely academic, blah, blah, blah. We've been running on power oh, for right, too long, says yeah. Avon. And yeah, Avon says we have to stop, basically. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter if the planet's a shithole or not. We have to stop. 
and and they they're gonna have to stop for well I think it's like forty eight hours or something yeah, like that to, to, recharge. Get, to recharge their banks. Um, and if they don't, then yeah, Jenna makes the point that if they wanted to make a a run for it now, they wouldn't be able to manage more than about standby two. So I'm just saying he's making a lot of noise. Oh, the dog. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she makes the point that they couldn't manage more than standby two, mm-hmm. and they couldn't do it for very long, which isn't enough to outrun the pursuit ships. So they have to recharge. Um, there's a little bit of Blake Seven fighting, and then like, right, let's go down and have a look at the planet while we're here. Yeah, because we're bored. Might as well go down. And um, Gan gets something to do. Yeah. Gan's like, oh, stretch my legs. And Jenna's like, I'll be glad to get clear of these Blake Seven fighters. <laughs> the Blake Seven. The, the squabbling children. The squabbling Avon Villa thing. And they head down. And Villa doesn't want to go down, so he works the teleport. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, it's a great... This This is a good set. I like this the set. set. If they've done what they've done it... They've done it with a bit of trickery, because it's obviously a set. But they've managed to make it look... Bigger by clever positioning and stuff like that. Oh, we can't just say before all of this happens, you get Cinefar and Girok. Yeah, we get a little. Yeah, before at the very start. Yeah, before all this, we get a shot of two chicks: one old chick with a staff, who's obviously some sort of wizard, and one young chick with with. No, I'm not going to say it. Dog on. <laughs> She's such a prude. Really see-through frock. Not see-through frock, but really sheer material. You can... And you, you can just see her nipples. Very clearly. Very, there, very there, clearly. Are, there are nips. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nips on display. It's just... And I just, as an actress, I don't know how you would have agreed there, to that. I mean... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gross you out completely now. No. They're erect the entire time as yeah. well. Like, you can definitely see. They're, they're, yeah. These are not... They're these not are going not, anywhere. They're not innies. very cold on set. <laughs> no. Um, it is not... The most... Um, oh, I don't know, poor man. Because she's got... She's, you know, beautiful, beautiful. She is a very, very lovely looking woman. that could cut glass. You know, great hair. Also, why, 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 why? I mean, I suppose it was the 70s when, you know, this is how... This is the closest thing you could do on the BBC to... Nudity. Nudity. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, a bit regrettable, but in still, my view. Still. If, if the costume had been a little less sheer, it would have been Fine. lovely. Or if she'd actually been given a bra. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and then you would have been Not that there's anything wrong with nipples. It's just, it's just so distracting <laughs> in the scene. They luckily don't show her in full very often. They only show her face most of the time. So you yeah. don't see... I think they minutes. probably had to edit it. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so they're yeah. basically, they're looking up at the sky going, is and this their battleground? And are they going to fight? Is it going to be some Blake 7 fighting? And... She was like, I don't know. Sinfar's like, I'm not sure yet. Let's just keep an eye. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it's, an eye on what's They're going basically on. establishing that the planet that they're around has got some mystic ladies on it. Yeah, there's some mystic ladies. Yeah. Like, I, like a mystic, I like a mystic lady. I love a mystic lady. Yeah. Um, so, Blake, in, in, back to where we were. Blake and Jenna and um, Gan teleport down to the planet. And the planet is a very interesting looking place. It's, it's sort of bare rock with statues everywhere. Yeah. And the statues are of a man sort of holding two broken... looks like broken bottles to me. I don't know. Yeah. I just look like something. It doesn't really look like anything. But it's it's definitely people shapes. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of them. And Jenna um, supposes that they might be grave markers. And yeah. And there's a big central one. Like, what's what's that up in there? There's a great bit where Blake says... Uh, I think someone says symbol of peace and Blake says or of defeat. Or defeat. Yeah. Which is, uh, and again, a really nice evocative sort of phrase to say, especially considering what happens later on. What is it? This broken weapon, could it be a symbol of peace? Or defeat? This whole place is a memorial to the dead. Um, well, especially since none of us have sort of learned any of those lessons from history. Um, 
And I mean, that's it. Turns out that's what the two weird ladies are meant to do. Are trying yeah. to do. They're trying to teach you people lessons. One, one person at a time, apparently, mm. trying to teach people about how not to. And, then, and only if you come to our house. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not right. going to teach you if you come to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going. I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I just come to my planet. We might teach you something if you're about to have a fight. Yeah, yeah. and if you're not about to have a fight. Yeah, don't no, fucking bother. Not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, not, we're basically being subjected to you know eternal life of doing bugger all <laughs> until somebody stumbles past about to have a fight. I know it's just pretty it's weird. It is odd. I um, mean, maybe people just have a fight there for some other mystical reason. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, maybe they um, send out invitations. Come fight with come us. Come fight over here. Um, so anyway, so yeah. wandering around on the planet, and um, and then they look up, and Gan looks up, and they notices that the pursuit ships. No, no, no. He sees the two weird ladies, like Blake. Do you oh, want to yeah. come and have a look at these two weird ladies? And he's like, "Oh, I thought I saw them. Maybe my limiter's playing up because he's got a limiter in his head, as we've discovered from um, some point silver space tampon. Um, yes, what are they called? The the frozen dudes. Frozen dudes. Um, <laughs> and he uh, he's like, "Oh, sure, I saw them," and. Uh, Jenna says, oh, maybe ghosts, you know, sort of half-jokingly. And then he, he's looking up again and he says, those aren't ghosts. And you yeah. can see the three pursuit ships up in the sky. And, and they're all, yeah, they're, 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 they're closing on the fight. big white, white light that is the Liberator. Yeah. And um, so they teleport so back up. They teleport back up. They realise that, that, that um, Travis was there waiting for them. Travis' strategy again. Travis' strategy again. He's waiting for us. And, and then um, they get into a space battle, which is actually... It's pretty good. It's good. It's a really interesting... Um, that's the first time we've actually seen a space battle, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, they haven't used the blast. They only used the blasters on the web. That's the only time they've used the blasters before now. They didn't use it in Seek Like That Destroy at all? No. No. No, that was a trap, wasn't it? So this is, this is our first, very first space battle. Space, space and fight. They launch a... What's it called? Plasma a, bolt. Plasma bolt. And um, they put up, put up the flesh, put up the force wall. And Blake's like, no, no, don't do it, don't do it. And everybody starts to freak out. And he says, put it up at the last second. And so he puts it up at the last second just before the plasma bolt hits. Because apparently the force wall drains Drains power power. bank at a remarkably scary rate. Like, literally, like, like they, it it drains like a third of one of the power banks Mm. in one hit. Yeah. And uh, and, um, Travis, then it comes back to Travis with his saying, he would have run for it if he could, you know, he's out of power, otherwise Mm -hmm. he would have run for it. He's low on power. He'd have made a run for it otherwise. And so he seems very pleased with himself. And so Pursuit Ship 1 keeps on firing. They keep putting up the force wall. Um, they don't know what to do. It's, um, a, it's a really nice little interaction where they just they, they keep on thinking about what they can do. Um, they they, they realise that the guy, one of the Pursuit Ships that keeps firing, if it fires enough, it'll lose power. Yeah. Um, so what they're trying and to... And back to Travis as well, saying Pursuit 1's expendable, Pursuit 2 is 2, and that will leave us on full power, and then we'll go move in and... So it's, it. it's it's a war of attrition basically is what happened yeah. here. They're it's trying siege to... mentality type yeah. thing, yeah. And um, so th- th- there's really no way for Blake to get out of it, uh, except for what he comes up with. And what he does is he hands over command to Jenna and the others and takes um, Avon, 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 and Kelly. Well, that makes sense because Avon's a computer guy and Kelly's and a, a freedom fighter. Warrior. Yeah. So he takes him aside and tells them what he wants to do. And basically, what he's saying is he's going to because. Travis's ship hasn't fired. He's, he knows that that's Travis's ship. The one that's been firing all along is low on power, so we don't have to worry about it. So what he's going to do is try and ram Travis's ship. And if he rams Travis's ship, then that'll only leave, leave one left to deal with. And they can, they, they can just do a straight fight one-on-one. They'll be okay. Yeah. So it seems like a good plan. Avon, it's interesting. This is a really little good scene because Avon's mm. sort of like, 
Oh, yeah, no. Blake says, um, do you agree? Do I have a choice? Yes. Then I agree. And there's a nice little bit there, too, where they, where they get hit by a platform yeah, and, and Avon sort of catches yeah. Blake. As, it's, it's very shippy. It's, yeah. it's, it's... Have you got any better ideas? As a matter of fact, no, I haven't. Does that mean you agree? Do I have a choice? Yes. Then I agree. Deactivate. They're having a ship. Yeah, they're, 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 they're kind of... Um... They're on a ship having a ship. <laughs> yeah, well, then also, because when Avon says his line, he's, he's very close to Blake's place. It's like, you know, I can yeah. totally see where yeah. this one comes from. Back when I was first watching this, I had no idea that there was such a thing as homosexuality, actually, really. So. <laughs> oh, okay. No, <laughs> but, I was yeah. pretty sure I knew all about that, but no, I, I wasn't sure I was picking up on all the nuances. Yeah, really. I suppose having, having participated in fandom a lot more since, since we got the internet, I suppose... Get a lot more aware of these things. Yes. In any case, it's a really nice little cute moment. And yeah. um, they set themselves up to start to ram the ship. They, Jenna's all, yes, this is good, let's do it. Great idea. Um, they start going towards the other ship. Travis notices that they're coming towards him. There's a little sort of um, cuts to their faces and all how upset they are. And then they start to slow down. Yeah, and everybody goes, there's sort of this background, I can't do the noises in this one, this sort of background more, screaming, more, sort of walkie noise. Yeah, and... And, um... Blake and and the same thing's happening on Travis's ship. They're all covering their ears, because apparently it hurts their ears. The mutoids are feeling a bit weird. And Blake and, um, and Travis disappear from their bridges. They just get they get vaporized off to somewhere else, and then everything sort of nothing else really happens. Well, they get vaporized, out. and you see. Next thing you see is they're down on the planet in front of the two weird ladies. Yeah, and but for some reason the other um, oh that's right the the weird ladies say there won't be any destruction within our influence. Yeah, so they must have paralyzed the other ships. So that yeah, they, they paralyzed both fighting. ships. They stop everything from working on both ships. Um, a shot of both crews just sort of sitting there while. Um, Jirok, the old lady, explains to them what's going on. She basically says your ship is caught in a stasis beam. You won't be able to do anything until this is resolved. And then we get to see Blake and Travis down on the planet. And, of course, the first thing that Travis does when he gets freed from his stasis is try to kill Blake with his gun. Yes, it doesn't work. And the gun doesn't work. And um, I think it's, it's a cinephile that says, No. No. In the same right. way as I would say to one of my children, Blake. No. No, no, not on your life, no. not a chance in France. (laughs) Um, Um, And yeah, it turns out that they've brought Blake and Travis down to... Sort their their shit out. Sort their shit out, basically. It's it's the equivalent of putting two people in a room and say, don't come out until you're friends. Yeah, that's right. And um, I think they also like finding out how many people will die as a result of your dispute. They get them to articulate their dispute. Blake says, um, oh, Travis says this man's an enemy of the Federation and I've got a duty to destroy him. And Blake said, I am an enemy of the Federation, but I, it's corrupt and oppressive and I'll destroy it. And um, someone says, oh, you've got irreconcilable viewpoints, which is the classic pattern for war. So we'll just basically make your fist fight put you in a room and let you fight. And um, so we won't have to kill all your other people on yeah. the ships. But, and, so. and, you know, it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and one's meant to be the guardian, and one's the cinephile and Jurog. One's the guardian, and one's the keeper. And I don't really quite get what they're guarding or keeping. Um, uh, the power, yeah, which they can only use to to, to, to when people turn up. What's, what, what, what dispute management? What's what's your what's your job again? <laughs> oh, they can. This is what the alternative dispute resolution. <laughs> <laughs> 
it is kind of um, it's not really my job well it certainly is my job has been my job in the past it's one of my things that I can do I'm a jack of all trades master of none Um, but what it is is there is a form of alternative dispute resolution that is this where you actually defer like each party nominates an expert to fight it out that's a good um, idea and um, get and those two experts get to agree, and the parties agree to be bound by what the outcome is. Yeah, but the, the whole point of that though is that the two parties have to agree, and you know, full, you to. know full fucking well that Travis isn't going to agree, yeah. and you know full fucking well that Blake isn't going to agree. Actually, yeah, actually because Blake that. wants to destroy the Federation, he can't do that if he just kills Travis. Travis is not the entire Federation. Travis, see, Travis can get out of this well if he kills Blake. All good. Yeah, high he's fives. done. He's finished all, his job. Yeah. So this is this is a no-win situation for Blake at all. Yeah, that's true actually. Mm. But then again, he also doesn't have a choice no, about it. No, so it's as if the court would would order you to do something like this. Um, so yeah, they, they decide to they say, all right, you know, let's you can just fight it out. And then the keeper, if you're all, says half the lesson is the death of an enemy, the death of the enemy, the other half is the death of a friend, and they transport them down to the planet. They took to a different part of the planet, which is basically yeah. Sherwood Forest. Yeah, you, Again. Sh- you can tell it's Sherwood Forest, yeah. can't you? You can. <laughs> it looks cold. It looks cold. Still looks cold. God, they they didn't do any any filming in summer, because they have to wear the costumes, I suppose, and they just. Oh, I don't know. It wouldn't be that hot even in the English summer. Our English, I mean, I yeah lived, lived in England before. It is cold a lot of the year. We we were actually absent for most of the summer though, because we were in Europe then. That's true. Remember, so. That's true. Um, you were in Europe. We had a very that's right privileged childhood. No, yeah, very privileged, very privileged six weeks of our childhood. <laughs> um, so yes. Anyway, then Jenna and one of the mutoids also vanish, and then Blake finds himself down on the planet. Looking all discombobulated, and there's this sort of weird yeah. Well, there's sound a weird, effect. and you see um, Girok's face, and she's, she's she's obviously fucking with him. She's watching, and she's looking all gleeful, and finding she, it a bit exciting. And um, she's 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 rare. She's horny for it. Yeah, and Travis turns up and just and tries to kill him, and Cinder and Cinderfire gets all cross. Yes, because Yurok's having a bit of fun with um, these people. She, like, she basically wants to see a fight. She's yeah. bored as batshit. She's been hanging around for millions of years on this millennia. fucking planet. This <laughs> fucking planet. And so she just wants to see around. somebody get killed. Yes. And um, Cinefar puts a stop to all of that, and they started all again. And then, how long must I suffer you, Yurok? You've got sort of boop, 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 the music, music as they creep around the forest looking for one another. Blake is sort of hiding in the bushes and Jenna walks past and she's like, apparently your weird lady's picked on me to demonstrate the death of a friend. And Travis at this point too has also found his mutoid mm-hmm. um, pilot. And he basically, Travis basically sets his mutoid pilot to work. Yeah. Um, whereas Blake uh, makes Jenna a, a sharpie, a sharp stick. Yeah, they both make themselves, they, they get beamed down that's right I forgot this I get beamed down with basic tools for survival which is basically a machete a machete and um I'm like the machete's probably sharper than the sticks I'd probably go with the machete yeah I would (laughs) I wouldn't be and I sharpen a couple of sticks not very not very sharply either and Jenna makes the point it's like there you go it's not a neutron blaster but it's better than nothing and Jenna just says not exactly a neutron blaster but it's better than nothing much better though not much better. <laughs> I love Jenna so much. She's like, um, fuck you. Yeah, like. she's so good. 
Um, and so anyway, they hunt around for a bit, and then they it, don't fight each other. Then it gets dark, so they um, both then, climb trees. So yeah, they both climb up trees. And meanwhile, Travis and the mutoid are making some contraption of some description, and uh, Blake and Jenna are looking for. Well, they got the tree, and this little bat bites Blake's hand over. Yeah, well, they go to sleep. They well, basically, which is you know, they don't tie themselves on or anything. It's just not very good survival strategy. They because the reason why they climb up trees is because they can hear wild animals. Hear, yeah, that's right. Um, and they're pretty sure that they're going to get hunted by them. But they're also having a very nice time up the tree, having a good old chat and uh, whatever. And yeah. they are laughing and getting on, and you know. Yeah, you can see it. that they're friends. Yeah. And then the the contrast is with um. Travis and the mutoid. Oh, I bet they the <laughs> Who, he's like, uh, do you remember who you were before? He's goading up. He's, yeah. it's a, this is a really nasty little bit because it's like, she's said, like, the, the point of mutoids is their minds are wiped and they're reprogrammed. They don't remember who they were before. And he's basically trying to goad her into remembering who she was. Well, he's just teasing her. I mean, he's yeah. just being a big man. He's just being, and there's no, I mean... If mutoids truly don't have any feelings or emotions, then it's not going to do it's anything pointless. to us. So what, he's just doing it because he's bored, basically. Yeah. And um, they have a little discussion about who she was before and how she was beautiful and admired. Mm-hmm. And, and which and begs the question of why on earth you'd elect to become a mutoid or be made I, a mutoid. She must have done something wrong. A fed someone. Could it, it would make sense if it would be a, a punishment. Hmm, I don't know. Anyway. Um, she didn't, you know. Anyway. anyway. So, so he's, he's, he's being mean to her. Um, Jenna and Blake agree that uh, Blake should go to sleep first and he goes to sleep while all this is happening though we do see back on the Liberator because we have to mention this that, yes. that they actually are getting um, they're getting FaceTime of this all up on the screen yes, the whole time they, right. they're actually getting being able to watch what's happening and um, they're also the, the ship has really become very atmospheric it's very dark um, yeah, no, it's like they've turned no the lights down to watch a movie. Yeah, <laughs> let's get some popcorn out. Yeah, and get, they're all sitting. They're all out. sitting on the couch at the front. That Blake snapping couch, mm. um, watching this thing. And while they're up in the tree, and they just, and you hear Jenna and um, Blake decide oh, to go to sleep. At one point, Avon's just sitting there and he's like playing with a, a electric toy tooth. or something. It looks like an electric toothbrush. Isn't he it? just switches it on, and he's looking so bored. And somebody shoots him a dirty look. I don't know who does, but anyway, and then he stops. He's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, A1 doesn't want to be there. <laughs> um, but yeah, while they're all agreeing to go to sleep and stuff um, in the trees, A1 gets up to leave. And and everyone, and Villa says, how can you leave with all this going on? And then there's a great little bit for A1, yeah, which like, I'll put in. Yeah, with all what going on. <laughs> and it's a really nice, this is also a really nice in, interaction because um, Gan accuses Avon basically of not having any feelings. And yeah. then Avon has a nice little speech, which is... I have never understood why it should be necessary to become irrational in order to prove that you care. Or indeed, why it should be necessary to prove it at all. Is that an insult, or did I miss something? You missed something. Yeah. And it, again, it's there's been a couple of things in the last couple of episodes where you're getting to see a bit more of the fact that Avon's actually not a bad person. Yeah, and also just very pragmatic. I mean, this little speech, which you know, I don't put it as a drop, but I'll, I'll say it again, I've never seen the point of behaving irrationally in order to prove that you care. Um, the next bit I agree with less, which is all why you should need to prove it at all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it is necessary to show you care, not necessarily prove you care, but show no. you care. Like, I do like that whole, I, I, the whole idea of behaving irrationally is not a good way yeah. of showing you care. Exactly. Like acting against your own best interests and... 
you know... You're not going to help anyone. I mean, yeah. the whole basis of Avon's character is if I kill myself, I can't hurt you. I can't help you. So, mm. um, obviously, with some people, it's I can't hurt you yeah. as well. But yeah. it's a case of, you know, I if I don't help myself first, then yeah. I can't help anyone else. Yeah. Not that he's actually going out of his way to help anyone else, no. but the whole point is that... Um, he does it every now and then do things that are altruistic, altruistic or selfless, and he often tries to um, disguise Make the fact that yeah. But anyway, I think it's a really, it's a really good line, and it's a really good, it's a really good bit of delving into his character, and mm. it's also just something that's personally been something that I've tried to take away mm. from that aspect of his character. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And to use, you don't have to be irrational true. to show that you like someone or love someone, or that you care. Anyway, um, so, yeah, and he also says, unless they propose to throw nuts at each other, I don't (laughs) see what I'm going to see, anything exciting, so I'm going to bed. And um, then Blake wakes up with a bat biting his hand, and then they sort of stay awake for a bit, and, oh, goodness, what's this dog done? Oh, he's just been crazy. He's been cute. Oh, he's been cute. You've just been eating Bobby for dinner, haven't you? Oh, he's eating a lot of that. (laughs) He doesn't like puppy food. He doesn't like big dog food. He loves that stuff, though. He's eating a lot of it. Well, Bori loves the puppy food. Oh, so he can bring, bring the puppy food over and she'll eat that. Um, yes, yeah, so they wake up in the morning and yeah. then they do, they do another... When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes this thing but they're waking up in a tree they probably you know feel dreadful and yeah wretched they haven't had a shower yeah oh god I'm not having a shower first thing in the morning like it's not is it anything sure worse forest. is it anything worse um and um no coffee no I've got coffee no food and, yeah so um the mutoid is getting a bit tired because she hasn't had any blood serum and she, uh, that's right at the, at the bottom of the tree when they wake up Travis goes down and finds lots of little bat corpses a couple of bats and, and she's um, um she's, she's basically sucked the blood out of all the bats and Travis says, oh, there's a little blood in each of them. And Travis says, there's a lot of blood in me. And she said, I'm aware of that, Commander. And there still is, Commander. Um, and there still is. So she's she's not I stupid. love her. Yeah, she's good. She's a good actor. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she's busy building this big trap. Um, Blake and Jenna climb down the trees, like, looking for them. Um, they don't even know whether they're in the, you know, in the right, you know, going to find them. And Callie <laughs> says, no, they're doing the right thing. They're quartering the area. It's the correct search pattern. Travis is obviously, Phyllis says, oh, I don't like the look of what Travis is doing. And Callie's like, you know, I reckon that's probably a mistake. That sort of war is best fought on the move. Callie's so good. She's so awesome, isn't she? Um, and she's yeah. a gorilla fighter. She's, yeah, she knows what she's, she's about. She knows her stuff. And um, if that if that indeed is the actual stuff, I'm not a, I'm a soldier. <laughs> very true. If that is indeed the stuff, she knows it. Add us. You can feel free to add us if you yeah, know. If you know the stuff, but please tell us. Tell us what the stuff is. Because I love to know what the stuff is. There's lots of stuff that we don't know. <laughs> so we much, are not that podcast. So much stuff. <laughs> I haven't consumed enough of that podcast to know all that stuff. I don't know. So I do stuff. not know that stuff. Um, so yes. Um, uh, yeah. So basically, you just get a few cuts from Faf and Faf, and then finally Blake. Oh, that's right. They kidnap Jenna. Yes. They find light a fire. Oh no, they don't light a fire. They um they find Jenna really easily, even yeah. though Blake and Jenna have been hunting for the other two. The mutoid gets Jenna while Blake's looking up up a tree looking for things. Mutoid gets Jenna with no problems at all. No, even considering she's weak, and um and and, and ties her up to a tree to bait uh Avon into uh, not Avon sorry Blake into the trap, and um so of course Blake being Blake finds them, um and then there's just a big fight. Tries to rescue Jenna, and there's a big Blake Seven fight. We should distinguish. I should come up with different terminology between a Blake Seven fight and 
Oh, it's crap food. It's crap food. Crap food. Yeah, there is some crap food, and it's and it, it's it's it's. I don't know. There's a few bits about it that don't make any sense. And there's some weird sound effects, like all the because yeah, it slows down. It slows down. It's because it's because Xerox getting a rocks off watching it again. Cinephile and the Guardian are doing some weird stuff Um, to it to make it sort of slow down and go weird. But they're both. uh, Travis has got himself a neutron blaster stick as well, and they're just basically doing star fights. A bit of a fight. And while this is happening, Jenna's trying to get herself off the tree, and she manages to free herself. As the mutoid is, is attempting to, to suck her blood. blood because apparently yeah. the blood of the bats wasn't suitable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they had this big fight. Obviously. I mean, it's funny that action scenes can be ten, ten, uh, ten, uh, tense when you're watching them. But when you're recounting them, it's like, yeah, well, obviously Blake wins. Because otherwise there wouldn't be a rest of the series. So yeah. Blake wins against Travis. But as he's about to shove the stick through Travis's throat... Um, he decides not to and throws the stick away. And as and he does that... Callie, you can hear Callie thinking at him, kill him, finish it. Yes. And it cuts a really cool cut to Avon, who just shakes his head really gently. Because yeah. he knows that Avon is not going to kill that Travis. That Blake's not going to kill Oh, Blake, Blake's not going to kill Travis. It's a really nice little... I mean, Paul Darrow loved close-up. He was really good at mm. close-ups. And it's close-up of Paul Darrow's face just going... He's the got gentlest, tiniest articulation of the neck. To show not not gonna do it. Yeah. Um. And he doesn't throws it away, and he gets materialized back to the keeper and the guardian. Keeper, the keeper, and the guardian. Yes, and the father guardian and Jurok keeper. And, and the mutoids they have a big it's chat. a debrief really. Yeah. What's chat about what's happened? This? Why did you do this? Yeah, Why don't you kill him? And he's like, oh, the post mediation debrief. Yeah. Is the <laughs> yeah. of, of a fa- of a failed debrief. It's, it's, it's a failed mediation. I'm sorry. Well, actually, you know what? It kind of isn't because uh, the best mediations are the ones where everybody walk, work, walks away unhappy, but less unhappy than had they not walked in in the first place. I don't know if Blake's less unhappy than when he walked in the first place. Oh, no, and I'm pretty sure Travis kind of is because he got that sort of chance to demonstrate that he can beat Travis. Travis. Yeah, he gets his ship ship oh, charged. Oh, he says, I know I can beat him, doesn't he? Gets his ship recharged. Jenna's alive. Mutoid's dead. It's a pretty good um, big dogging mm. of Travis, really. Mm. So um, uh, Travis is like, doesn't matter. I'm just still going to fucking hunt him across the galaxy and I'm going to kill him. I haven't learned anything. And um, I think one of them says, well, maybe... Tell me who the real losers in this whole situation Cinefar are. Cinefar and the fucking guy. They've done, nothing. They've done bugger all here. Yeah. Because they're still going to keep fighting. <laughs> still going to be more crap food. I just wasted want... all this fucking power. <laughs> transporting but, you from place to place. Doing but, shit. So, so and Jirok's Cinefar... and, and like, no one even fucking killed anyone. I know. <laughs> so Cinefar's like, oh, you know, your ship will be recharged and everything's fine and send you back. And um, maybe he didn't have that much time. I said, why didn't you kill him? It's like, to, you know. He says, he says, I would have enjoyed it if I, would, I yeah. killed him. I would have enjoyed it. Um, and then, so she sends them back and then Travis is like, oh, well, you know, she's dead. Mutant said, no, we'll bring her back to life because they can do that. Sick them back on the ship and she's back to life and sucking down some green stuff through her hole in her tummy, chest. And uh, Travis basically tells her that she's going to get she's, executed she's for, for failing. She's rooted. Oh, yeah. she's such a fucking such an asshole. Prick. <laughs> he really is an asshole. He's an asshole. asshole. And then um, uh, they go back to the liberator and they have a little liberator debrief where. Um, uh, That's right. Villa does a little button saying, "No, who did you get to see? What, was the, what did the other chick? Because they only ever saw, saw um, Girox's face because we only watched." 
we watched everything through the mind of the being called Cinephile. And so you never got to, they never got to see the nipples. Mm. Um, All the cheekbones that can cut razor blades. Yeah, and and so uh, <laughs> Villa's like, we only got to see the ugly one. <laughs> it's like, I'm just the lucky one, I guess. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Jenna says, oh, she was very beautiful. And um, and Jenna sort of sounds a bit jealous. She like, does. Yeah, she was, actually. But I don't think Jenna gets to see No, her Jenna either. doesn't see her. Oh, no, she does at the very end. At the very end when oh, they get teleported. Yeah. She's there when they get teleported back. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, I quite like this episode. I did too. Did you have a... Brian. Brian. I shall return to them and Brian. Um, my Brian. Have you got a Brian first? Um, um I do have a... I, I, have, I have several... Candidates for Brian's. Just let me sort of do a little. Let's have some, let's have some thinking music. Okay, thinking music. Yeah, put some thinking music on. <laughs> I'm actually going to put some thinking music in there, but yeah. Um, just think. Oh, okay. okay. After that thinking music, music, I think my Brian is Jurok for 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 bogarting. <laughs> Blake and Travis for our own little clip, sh- her yeah. own little show. Yeah, yeah she's that's like, I'm going to steal Blake and Travis. And she and has a little chuckle, doesn't she? She's like, oh, like, I'm going into this. She has a little old hat hand <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> she really, she really wants it. She kind of is into it. Yeah, yeah. and um, she's like, I mean, ha- I mean, Cinefuck can see everything. Like, she's all powerful. How the fuck does she think she was going to get away with it? Yeah, that's really, true. Really, honestly. Yeah. Okay, I think that my... Um, I was about to say Shimoda, but it's not Shimoda. My Brian. <laughs> I'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> My Brian is uh, Avon yeah. for, you know, just cracking a few jokes, really. Oh, for, 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 for going to bed when you should. Yeah, that's right. He's like, you know, sometimes when you're living your best life and when you, you know, when you need to climb the Himalayas, climb Mount Everest the next day, you've got to be well rested for that. Yes. You know, that's what Brian Blessed would do. Yes. He'd have a, he'd have a good night's sleep. <laughs> Fucking words, so, so you know you're gonna you don't know what the federation's gonna throw at you the next day. So go the fuck to bed. And also, you know, if it goes to bed, Blake dies and he yeah. wakes up. He could be captured with the liberator. Right. He might wake up with the liberator, and yeah. everything will be you know golden. Good, good idea. Everything's so, going to shit. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and he does have a, he does crack a couple of good jokes, but also am a very very big fan of his uh, decision making and this process thing. People who go to bed early are living their best lives. Just as Brian Blessed does. I go to bed at nine. I go to bed earlier than that quite often. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got, you've got excuses to be tired. I have, but, you know, it's still, it's something that I may continue when these excuses evaporate. Mm. Um, so what have we got next week? We have to remember now. Project Avalon, I think. I think you might be right. Let me is just... it Project Avalon or is it... I'll just check. Is it something worse than... Um, so next up we have... Travis gets another run. Project Avalon. With this thing called Project Avalon. And Servalan's in this as well. Yay, Servalan. Good so, dress in this one. She's Good, got great, awesome, great nice white fur. Folk, fake fur, I'm pretty sure it's fake fur. Hopefully it's fake fur. Um, yes, yeah, so this is a good app too. Yeah, that's um, good. There's some, there's some cracking effects. We really? didn't talk much about the effects in this one just gone because they weren't too bad and they were... It wasn't space fighting. The three pursuit ships just hanging out in space looking very white. Mm. It was a bit unconvincing. But um, this one... There's some, good, there's some good costuming because they're all on an ice planet. Great costuming. There's some great some Avon robots. Shitty robots. Um, there's one really bad special effect at the end, which is, you know, really bad. Did we, get, we got a card of that, didn't we? 
I think we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I have to put that up. There's a clip show machine. There's a clip show machine again. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's another There's some thing. very pretty actresses. Avalon is very uh, pretty. And, okay, spoiler alert, but Glennis Barber, who plays Su Lin in series four, is a mutoid in this episode is next week. Now? She is. I did not know yeah. that. So, yeah, this is a good one. This is one of those ones where um, it's establishing the the fight between Servalan and Blake. It's giving you some ideas about what the Federation is like. It's giving you some ideas about what the Rebellion is like. It's it's, it's, it's a really good uh, it's build on... It's also got, like, a little mystery in the middle yes. of it, too, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. And there's some... Yeah, there's some... That, I was thinking about that there, the vial. That's a great effect, yeah. that one. That's, there's some really good special effects. They've done some really clever things. And you're not quite sure what they've done or how they've done it. No. What are they up to? Where are they going? <laughs> You're not quite sure about it, but you know they're up to something. Yeah. And it's quite good the way it all unfolds. Yeah, and they, they, they do a really good job of yeah building it up and then you get into it. And you're yeah. Right. So, yeah. It's, layer it's, upon layer upon layer. It's a great episode, actually. I really like it. And this was... Um, I think this was one of my favourites when I was a kid, mm. too. I think that I just enjoyed... I enjoyed the storyline and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one a lot. And just, and it's quite a good world that they create. Like it's The Federation ends up being, I mean, it's funny because there are bits and pieces of it that are totally unbelievable, but yeah. there's parts of it that is great. Anyway, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. No, well, blah, 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 blah. We need to do housekeeping again. Oh, okay, yes. Because um, I've already done it once today, so. Yes. We, we, spoiler alert, we're recording a bit ahead because um, we've got a couple of very busy weeks coming up, so. Have we? Oh, I've got to go away to Japan soon. And stuff, oh, crap. So, yeah. I'm going to do a few, oh. a few double sessions, basically. Okay, all right. Well, that's right, Romy. I'm just some more later on this week, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm at Megalula on Twitter. I'm at, Imag- I'm at Imogen Rights on Twitter. I do write, too, by the way, just so you know. That's why it's Imogen Rights. not Imogen Rights just because of a weird thing. There's a, there's a, there's a reason for it. I don't write. You do. You do I write, write very well. well. I, write, I write well, but I don't write creative things. No. But I may start. Now you can start to write some fan fiction. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, so uh, uh, we have a we have a Gmail, uh, classicallyawful at gmail.com. We have a Twitter as well, which is at classically a. So if you don't want to no, tweet us directly, no, at kcast. No, at classically a. The at hashtag classically is a. at kcast. Oh, at classically a. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, if you want to tweet the show and promote the show, then tweet at classically a. If you want to talk to us personally for whatever reason, I mean, yeah. Then, well, most then, reasons, anyway. Yeah, most reasons. Yeah, if you if you sort of add us to say your your podcast sucks, then please stop it. Yeah, we'll um, just, we'll I don't really care. <laughs> right, but if you do want to say things that are nice about our podcast, you can always go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review or a rating. Awesome. That'd be great. That'd be really, really nice. like that. And uh, sponsor us on Patreon. You can sponsor us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash classically awful. Sure, there's another one, but there'll be more things. Oh, we need to say thank you to our music people for the front. Jeff Art. loves big disco sound, and our logo designer Claire, Claire Fass. Fass. Yes. So, so she's fantastic too. Um, F A F W A S. Yes, and the Claire is spelt the proper way because my uh, my middle name is Claire. Claire is spelt the proper way. C L A I R E. Like the French do. The French. Like the Français. <laughs> and yes. Case, yes. And um, our dogs were vaguely well behaved today, so it wasn't a mostly dog podcast. But you know, if you want us to do a dog podcast, hit us up, Nuts. Yeah, actually, I was thinking today of getting in touch with the Can I Pet Your Dog dog podcasters Mm -hmm. and talking to them about our dogs. We should ask them if they actually have their dogs in the room while they do the dog podcast. Yeah, they're nuts. Well, one of us got a big dog, one of us got a little dog. Um, That's That's pretty much what we've got, isn't it? Got a medium sized and a little dog. 
But yeah. Mm. No, they all get they'll get there. They'll start to work out what the drill is and they have to behave. I just want to take that in that's alright. Okay, that might be it for us. Okay, we'll see oh, you next week, guys. Oh, bye. Okay, bye. 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 bye.